You frightened. Yes. Not nearly frightened enough. Fool of a took. I am no man. I can't carry it for you. But I can carry you. Hello, it's time for another episode of the Geek Roundtable. This is episode number six. For today's discussion, we're going to be talking about one of my ultimate favorite trilogies of all time, Lord of the Rings, the Peter Jackson movies. I've always been a huge fan of Middle Earth. I've read all the books, all the novels. I've seen the various cartoon editions of these movies. And I have to say that Peter Jackson's version is a masterpiece and I gathered a great group of friends to discuss it. So joining me for this episode will be Anne, Lauren, John, Josh, and Adam. So let's go ahead and jump right in to the discussion of Peter Jackson's Lord of the Rings movies. There's something down there. It's Gollum. Gollum. He's been following us for three days. He escaped the dungeons of Barad-dûr. Escaped. Always set loose. And now the ring has drawn him here. He will never be rid of his need for it. He hates and loves the ring. As he hates and loves himself. Smeagol's life is a sad story. Yes, Smeagol, he was once called. Before the ring found him. Before it drove him mad. It's a pity Bilbo didn't kill him when he had the chance. Pity? It was pity that stayed Bilbo's hand. Many that lived deserved death. And some that die deserve life. Can you give it to them, Frodo? Do not be too eager to deal out death and judgment. Even the very wise can assume ends. My heart tells me that Gollum has some part to play yet. For good or ill. Before this is over, the pity of Bilbo may ruin the fate of many. I wish the ring had never come to me. I wish none of this had happened. So do all who live to see such times, but that is not for them to decide. All we have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to us. There are other forces at work in this world, Frodo, besides the will of evil. Bilbo was meant to find the ring. In which case, you also were meant to have it. And that is an encouraging thought. Alright, it's time for our main topic. Today we'll be discussing Lord of the Rings, the movies. I have a great group of people here. Let's start with Josh. Hello. Adam. Hi, how are you? Anne. Hello. Okay. (laughs) One of us is already in the world. (laughs) And John. Hi. And then, of course, me, Kenny, which I don't think I've introduced myself. (laughs) Yeah, so let's go ahead and let's jump right into Lord of the Rings. Again, we're talking about just... The movies, Fellowship of the Rings, The Two Towers, Mm -hmm. and Return of the King. So let's go ahead and start with, this should be an easy question. Okay. Ready. (laughs) (laughs) 
What's your favorite of the three movies? I'll start because I yeah. Fellowship yes. of the Ring. Yeah. That's mm. also, that's my favorite. That's where the fellowship comes together. Mm-hmm. It's the more it's the more interaction between the characters, which I love mm-hmm. because as you get into the two towers, obviously they split up. Right, mm-hmm. and I just like all the interaction between them because I think they all click really well together, and I like to see that. And it's also an adventure show. Yeah. You know, because they go from point yeah, A to point yeah. B. Mm-hmm. Uh, mine would be the second one, uh, Two Towers, uh, because of it, the character growth. And okay. Like, yeah, how they change. Mm-hmm. That's the true. That's yeah, true. I'm, I'm with I'm with Lauren. I like the second one because of them separating, but they also such character arcs start developing more for each one, and that's when you get to meet Gollum more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Adam. I think for me, it's actually Return of the King. Mm-hmm. I it's such uh, such an epic story it's so amazing it's so just sweeping and i saw it like after a marathon you know so and it's mm. just like oh it's the culmination i did the yeah. same thing yeah. nice, yeah. nice. Like yeah. Yeah. oh i did too yeah yeah. yeah oh yeah cool it's just that too. so cool yeah, yeah. yeah. josh two towers oh it's uh surprise again so with uh, i agree with the character growth i after fellowship i actually like when they split up because it forces them to forces them to grow as characters, but it forces them to decide mm-hmm. exactly what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Because the minute Frodo and, and the ring are gone, and their plan is not follow him, mm-hmm. what what do you do? Yeah, like, do you your entire... Yeah. You... The only reason you're here is to help him get the ring to Mordor. Yeah. And he is gone, and you're not following him. What what do we do? And well, it's they get this... kidnapped. Right. No, no, no. That's Mary <laughs> Pippin. Well, the other ones go after Mary Pippin. I know, but, but, but like everyone splits up and it's in the, the in <laughs> it just becomes a what are we doing now type of thing. But do you think they even have a I don't even think they have time to think about it. No, what I'm saying is yeah. the, the entire reason you're all together is gone. Yes. Yeah. What do you do now? Yes. Uh, and I like that aspect of it. Treebeard was one of my favorite characters oh, in the yes. books and I love yes. him. And the Battle of Helm's Deep is so, good. so yeah. incredible and the bigotry that they made of Helm's Deep to mm-hmm. blow when the the bomb goes off in the in the sewers is yeah. just yeah. amazing just every the two towers are just and the 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 attack on Isengard with the uh, mm-hmm. the the ants and the releasing the dam is just so cool it's gorgeous <laughs> okay yeah John Fellowship. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> very closely followed by Return of the King. Ah, yeah. For those sweeping, yeah. epic battle scenes. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, it, I, it's got to be Fellowship. It's I mean, where it all begins. Because Doom is amazing. Yeah. 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 All three yeah. are amazing. Yeah. 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 yeah, I love them all. Yeah. I mean, in, until you got to me, I was going to say Fellowship. and then I. But as others were answering, and I'm like, no, actually, it is Return of the King. But Fellowship is so close for me for the same reason it was yeah. for you, Kenny. Yeah. It's just... It's the beginning. It's the everybody's Lauren. together. It's so exciting. And I also, it's something we never had seen before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I also really enjoy Boromir's arc. Yes. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. 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 I think. Agreed. That's, and yeah. that death is. Oh. Spoiler. Spoiler. Uh, <laughs> listen. That death The is... book has been out for so long. <laughs> since World War II. Yes. <laughs> Uh, that death for me is is one of the most emotional yeah. moments. Yeah, I think, I think yeah. and every time I see it. Yeah, yeah. the, the yeah. Faramir Boromir relationship yeah. is why yeah. one of the reasons I like Two yeah. Towers me is because you, yeah. you you find out that there's this whole other person mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, the, and like, un, the unfairness of their relationship. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, real quick, Lauren, what's your favorite Star Wars Ridge Tridge movie? Oof, that one's rough too. Uh, I just I just wonder if it's the same as mine. I would say New Hope. 
Okay, never mind. So, I uh, I love Two Towers. One of the other reasons I love Two Towers is uh, the uncertainty, yeah. the uncertainty yeah. of the ending. Yeah, yeah. that's why I love Empire Strikes yeah. Back. Yeah, is See, it's it doesn't end. It's it's not a happily. Yeah. It's not a they live happily ever yeah. after. No. It's, there's an uncertainty to it, yeah. and it feels. Mm-hmm. And I love the feeling of that. Yeah. Um, it's funny as you're just watching them wander off into the swamp, and then the camera rids and yes. you see it's you see the tower. Yeah, and you see the Mount Doom and the Disney. Like it's it's so great. It's great. But I actually like A New Hope because of the same. Okay. I, I just, I just wondered, so. I just wondered if you, <laughs> yeah. if you, if you, if because you like two towers, if you, no, if yeah. it crossed over, it makes sense. Though. Uh, I they, actually they, like Empire best. That's they feel, they feel, me they, too. They, yeah. Empire, but yeah. two towers yeah. and Empire feel very similar. Yeah, they, I they, yeah. they do. Yeah, yeah. 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 Very cool. So uh, let's go ahead and start with a favorite character and why. Mm. Legolas, because he's the prettiest. Oh. Yeah, I knew it. Why do we even bother? You, you can't see it on the radio, but I just did a fangirl moment. He totally Sorry. did. Totally. No. He's so beautiful and he's so badass. He Graceful. runs up the yeah. elephant. It's so fun. He's very elf. Sorry, I'm cursing. He's very elf. It's elf-ish. so cool. Yeah, it's so awesome. So insert your own word here, yeah. cool. It, it's, they do well, like, showing how amazing elves yeah. are. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah Like, magical and, like, pretty. Mm-hmm. Like One yeah. of my absolute favorite moments, it's uh, Two Towers, I think. Think, where they're walking through the snow and Legolas is mm-hmm. on top of the right. snow. No, yeah. no, that's, that's fellowship. That's fellowship. That's fellowship. Yeah. That's fellowship. Yeah. And it's just like just a tiny little thing and yeah. they don't mm-hmm. even make anything of it and you he only just... see it in the wide shot. Do, do, do. But he's walking across the top of the snow like he weighs nothing. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Ah, it's, it's insane. So, How about you, Lauren? Um, I would probably actually say this is kind of a weird one, but Mary. I really like Mary. Oh, yeah, I love his art. Yeah. yeah, that's a great yeah. art. Yeah, that is a good yeah. art. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. They kind of just stumbled upon the whole situation. Like, they were just stealing food. <laughs> they were like, oh, hey, how you doing? Yeah. 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 And then to come to, like, where he is at uh, Return of the King. It's just, mm-hmm. yeah, it's yeah. amazing. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is funny because that, that's different than the books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. it is. Yeah. Right. But, but you're yeah. right. Yeah. They're just stealing fruit or yeah. vegetables and get yeah. caught up in it and go yeah. along with the adventure. Yeah. So... Josh, how about you? Come back to me. John? <laughs> Aragorn. Nice. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. I, he, like, by far. Did you like yeah. Strider? Uh, yeah. Or Aragorn? Yeah. Or um, uh, well, I mean, I mean obviously different sides of the same corn. Yeah. Uh, corn? Corn. <laughs> what kind of corn? We're talking about. Well, like, well, like uh, sweet, sweet corn? Uh, sweet corn. Oh, sweet corn. Or like, sweet corn, or like butter on a grill? Uh, I'm getting hungry now. Yeah. Uh, but I, um, I love the mysteriousness of Strider, but I, the internal conflict that Aragorn mm-hmm. goes through mm-hmm. to sort of reclaim being Aragorn. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's really, mm-hmm. um, really, I mean, it's just also, it's, uh, it's it's the epitome of the archetype character. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, but and I I wouldn't mind being him. Right? <laughs> I wouldn't cool. mind being him too. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, gosh, I, I have two, but my first one that always comes to my head is um, Aragorn, honestly, okay. because the book version and the movie version. I love both, and about the movie, I do like the inner conflict. I do like the whole, it's like, what's your destiny and that conflict regarding that because that's it's the whole battle of like, do we have a dense destiny and will we yes. fulfill it? it or us, Yes, or... is it chosen for us or do I pick it? Yeah. And all that mm-hmm. sort of stuff. So I really love that about his character and also his loyalty and his, his arc when he starts from 
at the end of Fellowship where he says, let's go hunt some orcs as his little <laughs> inspirational speech. And then when he has his, like, St. Crispin's Day um, <laughs> speech in Return of the King, it's but just, just like, not this show, day. But not yeah. this day. <laughs> you know, it's like, to see that beauty of his character accepting that role and his, oh, I'm getting goosebumps thinking about it, but <laughs> that, and then Sam is so close to my, mm. like, second. He's, yeah. he's the loyalty of friendship and just being there with Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, I that's... mean, Sam is definitely mine. Right. I mean, yeah. he is. Yeah. The, he. I mean, to me, he is the. I was, uh, he's the true hero of the. Yeah, he is. Yeah, He's the true hero of both. Frodo yeah. would not make it. No, no. exactly. He, 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 he didn't. No, he did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he literally gets to the edge and du- and, and fails. And fails. Yeah. So, yeah, he Sam's does. Sam's the one that you know gets him to the. Yeah. Sam is the hero. Yeah. 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 I mean, I always feel Sam is the hero, but I mean, I just like like yeah, Anne said, his beautiful. loyalty, oh, his friendship. Yeah. yeah. You know, he's devoted to Frodo mm-hmm. to make yeah. sure that you know yeah. he's, he will be there until the end. He, he would sacrifice yeah. himself. The scene at right. the end of uh, Fellowship is yeah. like amazing. Oh, just like going is like this is yeah. This is what I love about Sam. I'm going. I'm going alone. Then I'm coming with you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> what I love about Sam is that he succeeds through caring. Yeah. You know, like it, it, like mm-hmm. it, it's always in fantasy stories and in heroic epics. It's always about like, oh, you're the strongest. Or you're the most magically yeah. powerful. Yeah. He's none of those things. Mm-hmm. He's just the Humbling. one who cares the most. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And his friendship is is more important than anything in the world mm-hmm. and he uses that to be stronger than everybody else yeah, in the he, story he's the everyday man yeah. you know it's, yeah. it's, it's beautiful yeah. yeah but he's not i mean he is but he because people aren't like that in real life i mean sure. yeah, yeah, yeah no right. but, they, but they can be they can oh, no, be. So that's that's that is yes. the yes. That, entire yeah. thing yeah that's yeah. what i'm yeah yeah, yeah. 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 i agree mm-hmm. yeah yeah all right you decide, josh it it feels it feels like a cup up and i but i'm going to explain it uh I think it very close, followed very closely by Aragorn because I agree with you the inter, the internal conflict mm-hmm. between destiny and uh, like what you choose to be and mm-hmm. what you are destined to be uh, is very impre- uh, important. Uh, Gandalf. That's my uh, second. And, and, nice. here's, and here's yeah. and here's and here's why. Um, as the he's a wizard. No, <laughs> yeah. I mean he is he is awesome, but like it's one of those things where as one of the Ashtari, it's and it's not like said in the movies. He is not a permanent fixture in that world. He's not. Yeah. Uh, he is more powerful than every single person in the Fellowship at all times. Mm-hmm. He knows more than all of them. He's more experienced than all of them. There's so much... You can see the... And I, I'm, it's Ian McClellan's amazing acting. Yeah. But you can yeah. almost always see the weight of yeah, of, of almost being able to see yeah. the machinations that are going on like he, the minute he knows Saruman is evil, mm-hmm. and then shows back up with the fellowship, mm-hmm. he he drops that knowledge, but he doesn't explain to them what that means. Mm-hmm. And the whole time he's traveling with them, he has to know that Isengard is being turned mm-hmm. to this. Fa- like he he has mm-hmm. to know that Saruman talking to Sauron is a terror. Like he knows what's happening in the background, but he can't think about that. And he can't tell them because that'll throw them off. Yeah. He just has to give them the information that they need. It's 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 a it's a weird balance that he has to create, which is he has to give them the information that they need to complete the mission, but he can't tell them what all is going on because that will 
you can't tell them there's a 1% chance of victory <laughs> because they need to believe there's a 90% yeah. chance of victory. Yeah. But, and so he, there's a weight on him, mostly when he's uh, Gandalf the Grey. Uh, and when mm-hmm. he comes back oh, as yeah. Gandalf the White, mm-hmm. there's, a, there's, a, there's a renewed spirit in him where he, he it feels like he contributes more, but there's still a weight on him as he, there's a moment in Return of the King where he's on the balcony and Mary Talking comes with, up. Uh, mm-hmm. Pippin or Pip- Mary? No, Mary. Mary, Mary comes oh, out. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, I, Mary, I but Mary comes out, and he's just. He, I think he's smoking the pipe, and he's just looking at Mount Doom. Yeah. And and you know that he's sitting there like, I have no idea where they are. I'm hoping they're in there somewhere. I'm hoping they're close. Oh yeah. yeah. And I know that in there right now is an army that this world hasn't seen mm. since mm. The, we killed Sauron. We yeah, killed Sauron last time. Mm-hmm. Like. Everything, everything in this world is is come crumbling down, and because he's one of the Ashtari, the watching the fall. There's another part of it which is watching the fall of Saruman. For him, must have been horrible because Saruman was sort of a mentor. Because he's one of the Ashtari, uh, the earthly desire of ambition shouldn't exist. Gandalf never does anything for his own benefit. He puts on fireworks for a bunch of hobbits. He never takes the hobbits for granted. Yeah. Uh, he yeah. all, like ever, especially ever since Bilbo. He he always he he's always surprised by the resourcefulness and the hardiness of the hobbits, but he's never confused. He's mm-hmm. like he always he knows at their heart what they are. He, mm-hmm. he it's almost like he knows he knows what each culture and race can be and what they are. Yeah. And I just I love the idea that he knows what's going on in the in the whole thing but he can't tell everyone because he's not allowed to mm-hmm. or he doesn't feel like he should mm-hmm. and there's a there's a weight to that that i that i mm-hmm. love so you're saying one of the reasons that gandalf is your favorite character is because sam is gandalf's favorite character mm, no uh, <laughs> like the other the other thing is uh during when i know we're not talking about the hobbit but in the books and the movies uh he knows that the necker he almost 100 percent knows that the necromancer is sauron coming yeah. back yeah, yeah. you know that's not important to the Misty Mountain mission. So when he keeps leaving and coming back, he doesn't tell them where he's been. There's no reason to, because yeah. it's not important. But but he knows that this terrible thing is happening mm-hmm. in the West, or in the East, and they're going to have to deal with it. Yeah. But it's not important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but my he, family had like a... But, uh, but he knows about it, yeah. is the mm-hmm. thing. My family had an ongoing joke about that, where it's like, every, every, t- every time like something's about to go down, he's like, I'm out. Yeah. See you later. <laughs> like, but we're about to go. And just, oh, see you later. Catch you later. It's, like, uh, it's kind of Because funny. what he's going to deal with is worse. Is much, so yeah. much worse yeah. than yeah. what he's actually doing. Yeah. 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 It's just funny. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, let's talk about the adaptation. We're obviously not talking about the book. Okay. But okay. I just want to know, did you enjoy the adaptation of the book to the movies? Yes. 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 I mean, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Was there any? Okay. Now, the, okay. Yeah. So yeah. obviously, you all enjoyed it. Yeah. So, were there any scenes that you wish that were in the movie that um, were in the book that were not made? I I thought I did until The Hobbit came out. I was I loved uh, Tom Bombadil. Yeah. Yeah. In, in, yeah. in the book, mm-hmm. and I was really upset to not see him in uh, Fellowship. And then seeing his realization in The Hobbit, I thought, eh, okay, it was, that was a good choice. You didn't need to put him in mm-hmm. Fellowship. I mean, I, I liked what he added to the book. I don't think it was necessary story-wise, and it would have yeah, dragged any things sense. down. The movie, yeah. the movie wouldn't have benefited from him because 
the silliness had to come from uh, the way that that movie is set up the silliness that exists has to come from the hobbits mm-hmm. or the relationship between Gimli and Legolas mm-hmm. like just the way that the movie is set up like yeah. they they started off with Merry and Pippin stealing from the crops yeah. and then they mm-hmm. trip and fall and break the carrot like it's it's yeah. the silliness comes from the hobbit yeah. Yeah. the hobbits and in, in their interaction with each other and their their ignorance to the world around them because they all live in the shire and they never leave mm-hmm. and then by the time two towers comes around it's a it's the relationship between dwarves and elves because Gimli and Legolas start to like each other, but they're still on these opposite ends. <laughs> yeah. And so there's a lot of, uh, like, the counting of the kills. Right, and, yes. uh, yeah, yeah. When he throws him in Helm's Deep, don't tell the elf. And, like, there's that a silliness there's a, there's a silliness that gets added to this this giant, sweeping fantasy action yeah. movie. But Tom Bombadil is so ridiculous silly that I think it would have taken away. Well, even before that. Even, even though I wanted him. <laughs> even before that, it doesn't add to the to the also, story, story also true yeah. Yeah. what yeah. it does is it adds to the world yes. yeah that's what it and does the movies yeah. are not about the world we didn't, necessarily we didn't they need, are about this yeah, yeah. one specific we didn't need the story. hobbits getting eaten by a tree right right yeah I think there's you know in any kind of I get very frustrated with uh, with people who are super fans and get upset when things are left out mm. or uh, you know or changed for different formats mm-hmm. but you know like you know, the book is different than the movie, is different than the comic book, is different than the TV series. And uh, different things have to be taken away or added in in order to accommodate that. And yeah. and it's not... See, and I think because I grew up as an X-Men reader, mm. I'm used to seeing all kinds of alternate realities and different <laughs> versions of my favorite characters Crisis at different on, times. Crisis on Infinite Earth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, it, you know, so to me, like seeing it be different was okay because it's just a different telling of the story. And I look at all of this from a storytelling perspective, uh, you know, and you're going to, if you get one person telling an oral history, you're going to get a different story than another person telling an oral history. I agree with Adam on that because this was uh, Peter Jackson's interpretation. Mm -hmm. This was his storytelling of this piece of works. Mm -hmm. And it's a different media too. Mm -hmm. Um, And... There were things, like, I I remember when I first watched Return of the King and that they changed it with everything with the Shire at the end. Mm -hmm. In the end, I remember reading what Peter Jackson wanted for that and it made sense. Mm -hmm. And I'm okay with it, with how they ended it. The only thing, it's not a scene, it's more of a character that I still struggle with from the difference is Farmir. Yes, I knew you were going to go there. Yeah, Yeah, that's... the biggest difference. That was, because I... Again, I don't want to try to get book versus movie, but it's like, I remember very specifically his character in the book and I remember I really connected with his character because he was the younger brother mm-hmm. and the younger sibling and to kind of break that comparisons and to see what they did with the movie that really tore me um, and it still does t- it, still now yeah I mean so well, that's probably mine the ring had no pull on yeah, yeah. yeah yeah and, I, and that's yeah. why it was so different it than did, his brother it, it yeah. sort of did but, but not as much but, as poor me yeah, yeah. yeah. I think, he, but I think part of that no interest but I think part of it is Again, a- ambition. I think Boromir had more ambition for becoming the next king of like he, he had that pressure. Yeah, yeah and so I think I, I think that. I think the the pressure of being the firstborn. I'm going to be king someday. I need this weapon to save my kingdom. I think that weighed on him a lot. Like Faramir, his entire life growing up, he's never going to be king. It's in, in his in his in head. His, yeah, unless yeah. Boromir yeah, yeah. dies, but like he doesn't. It, it, that's you he don't want you that. never think he about your siblings that. dying. So. Yeah. In his head, he's never going to be king. So I, and there was there's a bit of that when he sees it and like yeah. knows what it is. But like, I feel like 
because he doesn't have the same pressures in the upbringing that it mm-hmm. makes sense for him not to have as much of a pull uh, as Boromir. Yeah, like, nowhere near the movies, it. he definitely had a lot yeah, more pull. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he, he had, had more pull. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you so could that's, hear it whispering to him. Yeah, but, I, but, so I, but, just, I, but I like that. It, there's a, there is a pull. Like, the humans are weak. That's what All I of the humans. About, yeah. but that's yeah. what I liked about Faramir in the book. Right. See that, that yeah. he did not have yeah. that. Is that conflict there? So, But that's just mine. Well, and like... Yeah, it would have been nice to have that, but I can see why it would have been left out. It because it would, you know, it would require an explanation that isn't really possible yes. in the in the movie. Yes. In the same way that you can explore that in the mm-hmm. book, it's the same thing with that. Saruman defeated them at the mountain. Uh-huh. It wasn't yeah. the mountain that defeated. Yeah. How yeah. can you? Yeah. How can you yeah. convey in right. that yeah. movie that it's yeah. the mountain that right? Yeah. 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 No, I get right. you. Yeah. I get also, you. also, I think it might if if he had zero pull. I think it sort of would take away. I feel like as a viewer, you'd be like, "Well, why don't he take the ring to mountain?" No, you're right. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly Because like, because yeah. Frodo. Yeah. I mean, Frodo feels it yeah. all the time. Even yeah. Sam feels something from it. Yeah. But like. If there's some dude who has no pull from it, right. it's like, yeah. why don't he yeah. take it to Mount Doom? It, it would require a longer explanation, yeah. which mm-hmm. they can't do. They, yeah. yeah. And it's a brother yeah. of Boromir. It makes uh, sense for yeah. the movies. Yeah. 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 When I watch the movies, uh, I miss Tom Bombadil, but I, I don't miss him. Like, yeah. I, the thing at the end with where they come back to the Shire and yeah. Saruman has taken over, uh, I wanted that. But then when you watch Return of the King, there's already like 16 endings yeah. to that movie. Yeah. And that would have been yes. that would have been that would have been such a long unnecessary thing. Yeah. It would have been depressing Agreed. as well. Yeah. yeah. The, the sort of but like yeah. but oh, also that would have been devastating. But like yeah, I, I right. in the books I liked them coming back and they're no longer the hobbits of the Shire. They're these yes. heroes like no, you're leaving now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they still let him live. That, yeah. There's there's yeah. there, there's that part of them as well. I like that in the book. It didn't need to be in the movie. It, yeah. it would have made it way too long. Yeah. The only thing that I wanted in the movie and didn't get until the extended version, I love the mouth of Sauron yeah. at the gate. Uh, yes. yeah. Because yeah. the mouth of Sauron in the book always always was super creepy to me yeah. and it like cuz it knew everything. Yeah. And it and it would and it would reveal everything to you to try to get you to make a mistake and all kinds of stuff and i loved that and it didn't exist and then the an extended version came out and they the, yeah. that scene exists yeah. and mm-hmm. i was very excited about mm-hmm. that the yeah. visual realization of it too oh yeah, yeah. it's so yeah. weird well yeah. so good so yeah. weird yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Can, can we talk about the extended edition well, i was just Lauren. oh, oh yeah, yeah, let's get Lauren. 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 Did you prefer the theatrical release or did you enjoy the extended edition? Extended. I watch extended. Extended. I watch extended every time. There's no reason there's no yeah. reason not to. Yeah. Yes. And that's my yeah. point. Like mm-hmm. if you're into I, right. if you're into I these think, stories. You're already invested in a two and a half hour movie, so why not make it three and a half? Why like, not? you know, get as much as you can. But mm-hmm. I, yeah, I love it. Two and a half hours. It. Yeah, they're three baselines. <laughs> well, yeah, that's <laughs> all of them. This is my personal opinion. Uh-oh. You can disagree. I think it's okay. The Hobbit series is a very good argument as to. More is not always that better. Is that is true. We're not talking about the Hobbit, but <laughs> but, but, but you're saying I wouldn't you're even saying watch that the, the extended w- edition because how could you not no, no, want more? Because no. because of how good it already I is. Is, is, is what I'm saying. Of the here's, Hobbit series. Here's the difference, though, is that the Hobbit source material didn't require nine hours no, no, no. of story. And I completely agree. Whereas there is enough stuff in yeah. the Lord of the Rings yeah. trilogy yeah. that you can get that much story out of it, even in in a movie format. Where, whereas I think Hobbit. 
it was stretching and pulling and yanking to get it, it to that point. No, it should have been. I agree. I'm it just saying. Been, it should have been. Yes. The war is not always better. Yeah, that is true. That yes. is a, yeah, no, point totally. well received. Yes. <laughs> Noted. Yes. Uh, yeah. I got a question for you guys. Did you ever want like any of like the epilogue stuff to know what happened to the characters afterwards no. At the, no. or anything no. like that? I just I, I wonder. Knew, but well, yeah, no, I knew too, too. But I just kind of wonder. It's like because the Gim- Gimli and Langelos, I love their little romance yeah. that they go on afterwards. But I, think, but, I, think, yeah. I think the only reason yeah. I didn't need it in the movie mm-hmm. is because you sort of just assume that stuff. Okay. Like because like while you're watching, like they leave Gondor. Aragorn's king now. Yes. And then, so you're like, that's what he's doing. And mm-hmm. then Faramir and Eowyn are together. Yeah. That's what they're doing. And then we get to Rivendell. Frozen. And uh, Gimli and Legolas are there. Mm-hmm. And Gandalf's there. And then they all leave. And Legolas and Gimli do not come with them. And so I just, I'm just like, yeah, they probably hang out now. Okay. Because mm-hmm. it, it always felt like to me, Legolas has now spent... So much time away from the woods and so much time with Gimli. There's no way he's just going to go back to the woods. Yeah. Like, the relationship that they had was so mm-hmm. strong by the end. At no point was I like, I'll bet they just go their separate ways. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and then when they get to the, the end, the, when they get back to the Shire, Merry and Pippin sort of go off. Uh, Frodo is going off to the... Um, Wherever that... The lands. Grey, Grey, Grey Island. Island. Yeah. And Gandalf goes with him. And then we watch Sam go home. Like, Sam is Sam is the base... It's the humanity. Mm-hmm. Almost. Yeah. It's the baseline. It's yeah. the... He's the... Uh, he's not a warrior. He, he's a farmer. Like, he's yeah. not a warrior. He's not any of that stuff. Uh, and so we we almost follow him home. It's almost like the... It's almost the definition of a denouement of, of like... All of the ex- all of the powerful warrior exciting mm-hmm. characters leave, and you just watch as the movie slides down and calms itself into mm-hmm. watching a farmer go home to his wife and kids, and just you just he'll live out the rest of his life. I think that, I think it's a really nice okay. uh, slowdown for the movie. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, this will be a fun question. Oh. This is if you had to live in Middle Earth. Oh no! <laughs> rich, which race would you want to be? Oh, I know that one, Lauren. Okay, Lauren, go, go, <laughs> go. Definitely a Hobbit. Yeah, he would definitely be a Hobbit. Yeah. Why? The um, just their lifestyle, like the simple, you know, simple life. Uh, just eating food, reading, having, yeah. you know, how many breakfasts? Yeah, <laughs> it's just also because, like, you see, you witness throughout the, the whole fellowship, like the heart that they have too. Mm-hmm. And maybe yeah. that's not every, like, not all hobbits, you know, situation. But like, <laughs> they're, they're sectoral. Hashtag, yeah, hashtag not all hobbits. <laughs> but, but you know, it just feels appealing to me. So. Yeah, I'm. Yeah. I mean, if you know me, you know. My <laughs> I mean, I, I, if I had enough, right? yeah, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> if I had. If <laughs> if I had enough money, I would find some land and build a hobbit hole Aww. to live in. Yeah, um, that's my life goal right now is to end up in a hobbit hole. Aww. So yeah, I mean, and totally for what Lauren said, just their their camaraderie and their yeah. friendship, and they like to nice. drink and you know, yeah. I love being in the forest and just open grassland. I'd rather live there than on a beach, you know. Yeah. But how about you, John? I feel like I should say Hobbit. <laughs> my right? body type. No, I'm thinking Hobbit too because of their lifestyle. I'm like, yeah, yeah I want to drink. I'd go Elf. Okay. Nice. Now why? I, why Elf? Because the hmm. Elven architecture, hmm. as realized in the movies and as I envision in the books, is just one of the most beautiful yeah. things yeah. Uh, I think I've ever seen. So it's not the longevity and the immortal life? Nope. Mm. Okay. Nope, hmm. not at all. 
I just I think Rivendell is aesthetic, gorgeous, amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Uh, and it's always it's just mm-hmm. sort of always called to me. Okay, mm-hmm. Adam, I, I'm gonna echo that. I, I would be an elf for those exact same reasons. It's just it's aesthetic. And he wants to be with me. And, yeah, it's true. It's true. Well. I mean, you guys don't know the sexual magnetism. Woo! <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> yeah. Um, Do you need me to? <laughs> John, because he's the prettiest. Uh, uh, but also, yeah, I could marry Legolas, and <laughs> well, yeah. I was waiting for that. Yeah. Happily ever after in our well, elven tower. But then tower. you'd have to end up in Markwood Forest. Yeah, uh, that's fine. Yeah, <laughs> but well, I mean, I mean, you know, either the forest or Rivendell. Like, there's a beauty to that. Yeah. The uh, and there's a. Uh, just an elegance that I just, I just find so appealing and, you know, um, and I've always, I've always been interested in elves from the first yeah. time I played D and D, you know, I just, I think elves are so fascinating and interesting. So, yeah. It, so yeah, it's, it, but mainly it's an aesthetics thing. I just mm. love the beauty of them. Yeah. What's also yeah. interesting is I always play halflings, which are basically really? yeah, or like dwarves, or you know anyone tiny, tiny, yeah, yeah, yeah. right, yeah. 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 <laughs> so it's interesting you you play yeah. elves, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. How about you, Anne? Oh no, uh, I would like to be a wizard <laughs> because I get to visit everybody. I something something about like with Gandalf that is so fun that he gets to interact with everybody and and is you know, I guess that's uh, something that I really like with the wizard aspect of it. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. that you're there is that responsibility of like maybe all knowing too, which fascinates me. And it's just like, what do you tell? What do you don't tell? And then also just finding ways of learning from other cultures that mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't want to stay in one place. Mm-hmm. And that's also, it's like, would I be a ranger? But no, I would rather have, I would rather be a wizard. Mm-hmm. So that's, I guess cool. I would yeah. like to be Josh. Uh, I was gonna jokingly say one of the Ashari. Yeah, uh, then, but now you made it. But now you made it feel feel comfortable. Uh, yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. Uh, sort of similar to what you said. I there's like there's this insatiable wanderlust. I compare the Ashari to, especially Gandalf, to um, the Doctor from Doctor Who. Yeah, uh, oh, because yeah, I get you. he's uh, the the longevity of life, the constant abs- absorption of knowledge. Mm-hmm choosing what to say and what not to say mm-hmm. and i feel like there's a there's an inherent loneliness in being that powerful mm-hmm. and uh knowledgeable and i think that's why he spends so much time just wandering around yeah. and i think that's why he puts on f- free fireworks shows i think it's awesome at a, at a <laughs> hobbit festival and that's totally not the first do. time he's done it no like, no i know that he does things of legend in Lord, of, in Lord of the Rings, we see it at Bilbo's birthday. He knows Bilbo, so we're yeah. like, "Oh, it's a snake." No, he does it a bunch. He, he's known mm-hmm. for it, yeah. and people know him across Middle Earth. I feel like that's what he does: is he he travels around. He doesn't have a place that's sort of home, mm-hmm. and so he and there's that that inherent loneliness because it's hard to connect with people when you're so far above them, whether you, whether you want to be or not. Mm-hmm. You're just so far removed from them that you enjoy them it's hard to like it's like uh it's like when there are other fantasy things when elves fall in love with humans it's the weird or in there's a a bit of it in lord of the rings but uh it's the but in lord of the rings they could give up their immortality but it's a lot of in other fantasy things when elves fall in love with humans it's the hardship of having to watch them die having to watch them age and die of 
do you do you connect with people because you and that person mm-hmm. are not on the same level mm-hmm. and so you will never be as connected as you want to be and i think that's why he does a lot so much traveling so much learning yeah. so much experiencing of all of the cultures because it's a way it's, it's almost a way to pass the time yeah it's a way to pass time it's a, a it's your way of it's life a, it's, it's a way of it's you, a way of enjoying you've taken life on that responsibility right. so you choose yeah it's, it's the um, joy it's the joy between the responsibility yeah mm-hmm. definitely and also you you're a pretty badass fighter too, yeah. too. <laughs> right? so yeah. i like that aspect yeah. <laughs> yeah. gandalf gets to fight yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's good at it yeah like, Coming, coming down the hill on that white horse, the sun behind him. Oh, just dude. like, uh, <laughs> I mean, if, if I mean, if nothing else, like it, it's important to acknowledge these movies for the visual mm. language oh. that well, they translate. That strategy just, is a recorded military yeah. cavalry right, yeah, strategy. Yeah. yeah, but it's not magical the way Gandalf does. It, you know, like I, yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I mean, he does it in a way that is better than it's ever been done before. You know, <laughs> but like just. Like there are moments that stick with me forever, like the um, like when Gandalf is fighting the Balrog and they're just like falling through this cavern and they just bust through the top. You think they've just fallen down this cave or you know this chasm, and then all of a sudden they bust through into this subterranean cavern, yeah. and it's like ah, oh, it's just like this falling star. It okay. Just my favorite, yeah. my favorite image of Gandalf is him not being able to figure out the door password. Oh, yes. And I think, and, that, and that's, oh. and that's sort of what I'm, what I'm talking yeah. about is when you, when you're so powerful and you know so much, right, yeah. the simplest explanation <gasps> will escape you yes. forever right, yeah. because you are going to constantly overanalyze yeah. the thing like, why am I not figuring this out? Oh, I don't yeah. understand. Yeah. Yeah. And then somebody walks up and is like, what about the elvish word for friend? You're like, you mean melon? And then it opens up like, oh, I'm an idiot. Like, yeah. Like that's, I knew that. That's yeah. what I love about him. It's like he's he's lived so long and he knows so much that the the simplest little thing yeah. doesn't come to him right away because yeah, he has yeah. to Definitely. sift through everything. Right. Yeah. 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 Very cool. Well, I know we can talk hours and hours on this topic, <laughs> but I have to draw a close. Oh. Um, why don't we do a really quick favorite scene? I know Josh mentioned one that he really liked. Oh. Adam mentioned one. Uh, mm-hmm. So uh, you got a really quick scene that you like to see. My favorite is... Oh, yeah. yeah. I, got, I, know, I got it. Yeah, yeah. Mine is on the uh, side of Mount Doom with Sam. And oh, oh, it's great. Darn it! Where he says that he can't carry it for him, but he can't carry yeah. him. Oh, right, right from the book. That's, yeah, that yeah, from the, yeah. Uh, that, that is oh, hands my down probably oh. my favorite my, part. My favorite, my favorite scene yeah. in the entire series uh, in Return of the King, Pippin, oh, when Pippin has to oh, sing for the king, yeah. and you yeah. and the only sound you get is him singing and the king eating, yeah. and it's and it's this weird it's it's so it's, it's, it's like this magic stuff. it's this magic between yeah. the singing the acapella singing the silence on the battle uh, itself a losing battle you know it's a losing battle yeah, as yeah. well because he he shouldn't have like he shouldn't be going there but his father made him yeah and there's like there's a weird barbarism mm-hmm. in Jeez. the king just ripping into whatever yeah. uh bird is yeah. that he's eating like and with no he doesn't even regard the singing like it's yeah. it's this weird removal from what's going on around him yeah between the singing and sending his son basically off to die yeah uh it's one of my favorite things so, oh, it's so good yeah lauren oddly enough like it's not big story point moment but I, it always makes me laugh is when um, Pippin touches the arrow and, oh, yeah. and yeah. just it falls and he's just like sitting there he just keeps on falling yeah. and then <laughs> <laughs> and it's like wow you just screwed us <laughs> 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 it's so good yeah yeah mm-hmm. and gosh it's uh, from Fellowship uh-huh. 
It's the scene right when the ring is talking to Aragorn, and he closes Frodo's hand and gives it back to oh, him and says that, and then he notices that the sword is uh, being lit up. Yeah. And then what I love about it, being a stunt person, I love the action shot of him about drawing his sword and just about to attack the orcs, and then you have this overhead camera shot of following, uh, you're trying to find Boromir and all yeah, this yeah, sort of yeah. stuff. It's just, yeah. I think that's a beautifully yeah. shot and just like amazing yeah. scene, and that leading up to that, the fight, and then Boromir's death, it's like, I think that mm. sequence is just so beautiful yeah did you know i don't know the you know the part where the the main urukai general guy yeah. is fighting with aragorn yes. uh the part where he tears the elven dagger out of his own leg and throws it at <laughs> aragorn uh, he really yeah. hit that no that he the stunt guy messed up and it's a real dagger mm-hmm. and he threw it and it was going to hit him and reflexively uh the actor uh Viga. Viggo Mortensen Viga. Swung, the, swung the sword knocked it out of the air yeah. and oh they God. were like we're keeping that because yeah. that was awesome yeah. I, I actually because I oh wondered God. if that oh, wow. I wondered about that scene yeah. and I remember I was, read that and I was just like oh. it was yeah it was a total it was a total accident it was a total <laughs> reflex yeah wow. uh and and you can imagine that stunt guy was like I can't believe what I just did oh yeah. no yeah, yeah. John my favorite part is in uh, Lord of the Rings. Uh, Lord of the Rings. Which, that's, good. that's good. As in Return of the King. My favorite part of Lord of the Rings uh, is Lord of the Rings. Um, uh, as the Battle of Pelennor Fields is about to happen, mm-hmm. and as a as a musician and and a sound guy, mm-hmm. the build up of the score that mm-hmm. leads to the two armies colliding, and the second mm-hmm. that they collide, the uh, the score cuts the out, silentness. and it's all just battle sounds. Yeah, and so, it's, yeah. Uh, it's super effective. Uh, moment yeah um creatively done i just love yeah it. I, another one that i like is the the ends when they do uh, yeah. do their battle that music composition yeah. of yeah. them yeah. doing yeah. that talking about music with the battle that's another one that i yeah. love too yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. you already did one of them well i mean i mean anything with the langolos series of awesome legolas moments remember when legolas used the shield to surf down the stairs remember when legolas killed the giant elephant remember when legolas and i were making out oh wait that was Remember when Legolas stabbed uh, a guy with an yeah. arrow and then shot the arrow? Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Everything Legolas does is so cool. But um, but but there are those those two, just visually there there are just all these moments that I just love. But probably in terms of my favorite scene is uh, just, I am no man. Yes, I was about to say that. Yeah. That was a great that scene. was oh the the subtle brilliance of that line, yeah. the mm-hmm. moment, mm-hmm. her performance was everything was It was just like stand up and cheer. Yeah. Like I have very seldom been so excited at a moment in a movie yeah. as that. That's and good. even <laughs> more than all the Legolas moments. <laughs> oh, nice. oh. Yeah, that's how cool it was. Yeah, okay. Wow. All right. Well, on that note, we are going to say goodbye. Thank you for joining us for our discussion on Lord of the Rings, the movies. I want to thank Josh, Adam, Anne, Lauren, and John. Where can they reach Anne if they want to get you online? Uh, On Instagram, West Coast Anne 30, and that's 3-0. Lauren? High Five Magic on Instagram and Twitter. Josh? Uh, Do underscore addict on Insta and Twitter. Adam? I am at Hubuck, H-O-O-B-U-K, on Twitter. And John? At John T.M. Higgins. And I'm at Geeky Fanboy on all the platforms. Thanks again, guys. It was a great conversation. Thank you.
It's like in the great stories, Mr. Frodo. The ones that really mattered. Full of darkness and danger they were. And sometimes you didn't want to know the end. Because how could the end be happy? How could the world go back to the way it was when so much bad happened? But in the end, it's only a passing thing. The shadow. Even darkness must pass. A new day will come. And when the sun shines, it'll shine out the clearer. Those were the stories that stayed with you. That meant something. Even if you were too small to understand why. But I think, Mr. Frodo, I do understand. I know now. Folk in those stories had lots of chances of turning back, only they didn't. They kept going. Because they were holding on to something. What are we holding on to, Sam? There's some good in this world, Mr. Furl. And it's worth fighting for. I hope you enjoyed that discussion of Peter Jackson's Lord of the Rings trilogy. I want to thank Anne, Lauren, John, Josh, and Adam for the great discussion. Peter Jackson's Lord of the Rings is one of my favorite trilogies of all time. And I was so happy that I was able to get a group together to talk about it. You can find the Geek Roundtable all over social media. If you want to email us... You can do that at thegeekroundtable at gmail.com. We're also on Twitter at geek underscore roundtable. You can find me, Kenny, at geekyfanboy. If you want to read about our guest host or any kind of show note information, you can do that on our main website at thegeekroundtable.com. All right, well, that's going to do it for this episode of The Geek Roundtable. Thank you for listening, and I hope you come back for the next one. Take care. That was the scene in California's Mojave Desert five years ago. Our historic first view of the newcomer's ship. Theirs was a slave ship carrying a quarter million beings bred to adapt and labor in any environment. But they've washed ashore on Earth with no way to get back to where they came from. And in the last five years, the newcomers have become the latest addition to the population of Los Angeles. Alienation, the Newcomers Podcast, is a fan cast devoted to the groundbreaking but short-lived TV series Alienation. This series tackles social issues like racism, bigotry, and intolerance with an alien twist. Each month, we will bring you a podcast dedicated to a single episode. The host will give you their thoughts on the episode, as well as some little-known behind-the-scenes information. So please subscribe to Alienation, the Newcomers Podcast on iTunes, or visit our website at alienationpodcast.com. The Geek Roundtable Podcast is a Geeky Fanboy production and has a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, works 3.0, United States license, all rights reserved. Thank you.